0: Your name is Inigo Montoya. Hello, Miriam. Indiana Jones. Hello. Use the false loop. Whatcha talking about, Marcia, Marsha,
1: Marsha, Marsha! What's up, now? Spider friends, go for it! Transform and roll out! And all forms, the head! That's what she said! Go!
0: Hey, this is Jonathan
1: and this is alan and welcome to the Nerdemy me podcast jonathan what are we talking about today
0: alan it's our last official show of the year yay hey. so we're gonna do a uh, we're gonna take a look back and then a look forward so we're gonna talk about the things we liked and didn't like geek wise in 2018 and we're gonna talk about some things we're looking forward to geek wise in 2019 well
1: specifically we did this show last year And Mm -hmm. we were talking about things that we were looking forward to. Boy, look at my list. A major fail.
0: (laughs) Yeah, mine mine too,
1: actually. (laughs) Major letdown. Yeah. You want to go first? Sure. Okay. All
0: right, so the first thing I was looking forward to in 2019 uh, that I talked about on last year's show, year-end show, was uh, Doctor Who, the new series of Doctor Who. I think it was the 13th season. Of the revamped Doctor Who, and it was introducing a female Doctor Who. Okay. I was really looking forward to it. A, because I love Doctor Who, and B, because I really wanted to see how they would go and what direction they'd take the new female Doctor. I thought it opened up a lot of avenues for them. So I was really excited about it. Um, Unfortunately, Alan, it wasn't a very good season. I I didn't watch the whole season. I got about three or four episodes in, and I was falling asleep in every episode. It, It just wasn't... Holding my interest, the uh, Jodie Whittaker, who's the new Doctor, she's fine. She didn't wow me. The stories I thought were really, really boring and just just didn't hold my interest. Um, You know, the the, the producers, uh, the showrunner, decided this year that he would kind of not you know bring back any of the old villains or anything like that, and Mm -hmm. like created new villains and new story structures and things like that. I found the companions were pretty boring too nothing about them stood out to me and it was just uh yeah not a good season i only watched three to four episodes they they didn't have a christmas episode which was like a tradition and uh they're opting instead for a new year's episode now i'm going to try to watch the new year's episode because i feel there are rumors that they're bringing back one of the uh classic villains so i'm going to see if that shakes out
1: do they how often do they change the doctor
0: they average about every two to three years. It depends on the doctor if they want to sign up, you know, every year. Okay. Um, I think they go on, like, one season at a time contracts. I'm not sure. Besides uh, the but,
1: actor, do they change, you know, like, writers and directors and stuff?
0: Yeah, they they had, since the new iteration around 2005, I think. Okay. Maybe a little later. They've had, they have had two main showrunners, um... Stephen Moffat and i can't remember uh russell t davies and after Moffat just left they brought in a new guy chris chibnall so out of the past whatever 13 seasons they've had this will be the third showrunner on um but they went through one two three five doctors
1: hmm.
0: so yeah it's and you know you do see changes with the showrunners and things like that but yeah. You can usually weather that if you have a good doctor and if the stories are, are are good. I mean, every season has bad episodes, but yeah, this is just like these are, I wouldn't even say these were bad episodes. They were just boring. Like, it didn't <laughs> hold my interest at all. So yeah. it was kind of a letdown. I mean, I was really looking forward to it. Oh, what a bummer. What was your first one? Uh,
1: the first one I, I mentioned last year was the movie Death Wish with Bruce Willis, which I thought was, well, I, I liked it, it didn't wow me. And and I think the reason why at the time I was really into it was because I think I, I watched all the Charles Bronson's like one through four, like maybe a few maybe a few months before December last year, so I think I was kind of riding that wave of Death Wish, um, and I like Bruce Willis as an actor. I mean, I was getting scared that he was going down the route of Nicolas Cage of just making any movie. Uh, whether good or bad, and so I was hoping this one would would be different. Well, it was. I, I would definitely better than the things I was watching on Netflix of his of the his throwaway movies and stuff. But uh, mm-hmm. it was okay. I mean, I liked it. It didn't wow me, you know. it's...
0: <laughs> it was okay. Well, it's it's strange with Bruce Willis because he does do a lot of to video movies.
1: Yeah.
0: And I don't. Maybe because it was a Death Wish remake, that's why they released in theaters. I saw it. It was okay. Uh, but it easily could have been another direct to video movie. And and he's kinda weird too because he's got a big one coming up in a couple of weeks. You know, he's he's in class, Emily mm-hmm. Shyamalan's class. And yeah, Bruce Willis has become that weird kind of actor where he'll he'll make any movie and some will some will make it to theaters and do, you know, some business and some will just go direct to video and he doesn't seem to care.
1: <laughs> yeah, he is one of those well, I consider him an a list actor. He just seems like one of those guys that doesn't need to do these little throw away things but I think you mentioned one time sometimes they do they do favors for other people in the business
0: yeah maybe and he apparently has signed a movie deal with movie pass
1: oh you've got to be kidding me
0: because you know they make their own movies right no yeah they or they I don't know if they produce them or make them they do something they have something to do with them and he signed a deal with uh, movie pass to uh, because two or three of the guys that I think Owen, or started movie pass. He used to work with. Oh, really? So he's kind of doing them that kind of favor. Or he's gonna make a couple of movies with them, <laughs> and um, yeah, you know. But he'll be in Glass, and if Glass is because everyone thinks it is, they'll probably spawn a sequel of to that too. So, yeah, Bruce Willis. I don't know what's up with him. I think he's done making Die Hard's, right? Uh, maybe. <laughs> maybe. There's yes. always one more. But I, I did see Death Wish, and there, I think it made enough to warrant a sequel. And they kind of set up the ending to have a sequel, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. Basically, the cop let him go, and and it, just like the other Death Wish movies, they never truly put him away for the crimes that he's done. Even though the you know the law enforcement knows what he did, they don't really right. uh, do anything with him. So yeah, I mean, if the, I I don't know, I mean, will they do another one? They could, but it's one of those things. I guess you just kind of have to let it go I, you know with today's time these uh it, it's not a popular because this movie was was postponed a few times because of uh you know shootings across the country and stuff and so oh, okay. We, okay. yeah we're, we're kind of getting away from the rambo-esque kind of character mm-hmm. and death which was one of those revenge shoot-em-ups too so i just remember that my theater was actually pretty full for that one so i was kind of happy with that one
0: yeah, I think I, I I went opening weekend. and I think had a decent amount of people there, yeah. and it was it was entertaining. Yeah. You know, I haven't watched it again. It's been on video and all that. I haven't watched it again, and I don't really remember the whole story. I mean, I remember bones of it. Yeah. But. Yeah. Yeah, it was. It's Bruce Willis with you know shooting people.
1: <laughs> it's basically John McLean.
0: Yeah. Really. <laughs> yeah. Okay. What else you got? All right. Uh, my next one is one I think we both had, and it's the only one on this list uh, that didn't totally disappoint me uh it was infinity war infinity war was huge it was gigantic it was one of the best movies i've seen in a long time as soon as i walked out of it i wanted more i saw it four times in the theater (laughs) i've watched it countless times on blu-ray and or screaming um yeah i just i couldn't get enough of the movie i still can't and i'm between now and the end of uh april when end game comes out i'll probably watch it five more times so <laughs> yeah nothing nothing more i can say about infinity war i haven't said it in podcasts or the weekend like great
1: yeah the infinity war was, was very peculiar in a sense that high expectations and it actually paid off and it did not disappoint from from beginning and there is something funny i mean you and i read the comic books we we knew what the ending was going to be and it, it, you know, when the movie ended, it still was so incredibly shocking. Mm. And and it, it they, they pulled it off. They absolutely pulled it off. It's monumental what, it amazed, what these guys did.
0: It really is, because what amazed me about it, too, is at, at the end when he snaps and, and the heroes start, you know, dissolving, when most of the heroes that dissolved were already announced to have a movie coming up. Yeah. So in our brains, we knew, you know, they're not really gone forever. Sure. But they, it was written so well and, and, and characterized with the other characters that survived that you felt like I felt bad when Spider-Man disappeared. I felt bad when Black Panther and Doctor Strange all melted away.
1: Yeah.
0: And uh, so even though you knew, it, it's great when your heart can trick your brain. You right. Know? And I think they did a fantastic job of that. And it's nonstop action. It's just such a good, good film. Well written, well directed, well acted um it's great when a movie hits on all cylinders like that
1: yeah who knew that they can pull that one off i mean it's just again the, the whole grand scheme of things uh man you know we've talked about this movie a thousand times already so yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but it is good uh, you know and, and they're so brilliant too with their marketing with the recent trailer being so somber i mean it brought me back to the, those feelings of loss you mm-hmm. know from the last movie so yeah i mean next year is gonna be fantastic
0: yeah i, I mean game is we'll talk about that in a few minutes i'm sure but yeah um yeah infinity war uh, it, what's great about it and i think i said it in one of the shows is you know last jedi want you know the director wanted to subvert our expectations well infinity war nothing happened if in anywhere you and i predicted and it was still a great movie yeah so i didn't walk out of like oh man that didn't happen i thought this was gonna happen but that didn't happen you were like oh my god i can't believe that i like we for sure or at least i for sure thought cap was gonna die Oh, no, no doubt. Yeah, no doubt. I was, and then
1: you know that 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 scene where Tony gets stabbed by by uh,
0: Thanos. Thanos. I was yeah. like, what? Is this hit? You right, know I thought I'm like, oh my God, he's the one that's gonna die. Yeah, yeah. So oh gosh. It, it, it was great. It was just great all around. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> they know what they're doing.
0: <laughs> yes, absolutely.
1: Uh, on my next list of high expectations was solo.
0: <laughs> oh boy! And now we're back to movies.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, I did really listen to the old show, and I was thinking. I think my thought process at the time was, uh, I've always said that you know if they're gonna take their time to fix the movie, then let them fix the movie. This thing was just unrepairable. Un- it's so amazing though. If you go online and you'll see like you know any forums or or any talk about Han Solo, there's still a a high group amount of people that absolutely love this movie and which is great you know i'm glad mm-hmm. that it, it hit you know for for a group of people and they're able to see it in, in a different perspective than i did but it just for me it just it just didn't it didn't do anything
0: right and i think that's it's the worst sin is that it didn't make you feel anything either way yeah you know everyone walked out of last jedi either loving it or hating it yeah I, everyone well that i know walked out of hand, so like okay. like that was the movie
1: (laughs) it's tough doing these prequel kind of things you know like you know to go back to tell a story of i don't know i I think it's tough i think it's tough to go back i mean what were some good prequels that were just as good i can't think of any off the top of my head
0: i mean godfather 2 is half prequel because they do flashbacks okay um like a prequel uh, I that, yeah that
1: is her true the thing, godfather 2 uh, that, that they do a good job with that one
0: i mean the thing with solo is i really if they just focus more on the story and not fan service because you can almost see the writers like oh we have to fit in how how he got his last name oh we have to fit in you know how he got his blaster you know things yeah. like that yeah just write, just write a good movie yeah and and really hand solo doesn't change from beginning to end You know, he has no character growth. He's definitely not the guy we see in New Hope who's only worried about making money and taking care of himself, him and Chew. You know what I mean? Right. He's definitely not the scoundrel or or whatever word you want to use to to find him. Yeah. You know, at the end of Han Solo, he's not the guy that leaves, you know, the rebel base. Like, look, man, I'd like to help you guys, but I got to go pay off Java. Right. You know, remember, we thought he was gone, (laughs) you know, and then that's why when he comes back and saves Luke, that makes it, it makes him all the better
1: sure um, it kind of redeems him
0: yeah and I, I just remember you know because I, I watched a lot of these video essays online about the different movies and and one of them was that they feel like Han Solo was written to be a trilogy so he didn't have that arc because he was supposed to go through that arc in oh, three movies I see. you know because uh Alden Enric did say he was signed for three movies uh, I gotcha
1: so maybe that's what
0: happened right and it was just i I don't know it was there it was just silliness (laughs) it really was
1: yeah like i said it's tough to do
0: these prequels
1: and it's another thing to even fill in the shoes of harrison ford too right i mean the guy is such an iconic actor Mm -hmm. and you're not just portraying solo you're also unfortunately having to, to portray a harrison ford kind of thing
0: yeah, and there was look, it made less than 400 million. It's the least performing Star Wars movie ever. And I'm I, I you know, they want to attribute that to coming out so soon to Last Jedi, it was only like 4 months after Last Jedi and they're calling it Star Wars fatigue. And I don't believe that because Star Wars fans, if it's good, they'll go, they'll oh, go yeah, every month. Yeah. I'll see a Star Wars movie every month if they're good. Yeah. Um, but I don't think it's fatigue. I think I think it's a backlash to Last Jedi. And that's that's what showed you the last Jedi was so divisive and so bad to some people because I look, I don't like the prequels, but I went to every one of them. Yes. And I can look at them now. You know, and I was their opening day for one of them. Um, uh, and I can tell you now I have a better appreciation of prequels now um, because, you know, let's get show me they could have been a lot worse. <laughs> um, you know, I said it before. and I'll say it again that those are those feel like Star Wars movies, at least, you know, they do. Um, and so I think solo, there was some backlash to the whole last Jedi thing. I think people stayed home because they didn't want to, didn't feel good about you know last Jedi. And you know we talked about how we're not even excited about Episode Nine. It's coming out in a year. We we don't really talk about it much. Or
1: no, or, I am not. I mean it's screaming we'll for a trailer. It, you know? But I'm not like, not like End Game. Right. End Game was like now. <laughs> I need <Yep>. it now. <laughs> so yeah. yeah. Solo. Sorry, Solo. Yeah. Sorry, Solo. All
0: right. Um, the next one on my list was... Uh, which one should I go with? I'll go with this one. It's just... It's just a, I don't know if we chose poorly or if, or if the geek world let us down this year. I can't decide. <laughs> um, it was the Titans TV show, which was on DC Universe Online. Mm-hmm. And you know, I was back and forth about getting service. And I, I did. They gave a great deal. It turned out to be like five bucks a month for 15 months. And I was like, can't pass that up. And they debuted it with the Titans TV show. And this show is so garbage. Like, I don't even know a worse word to call it than garbage. It, it's w- dark.
1: W- why? What, what is it about that? that
0: It mischaracterizes. Because they got
1: a season two coming out.
0: Yeah, I know. They mischaracterize every person there. I'm not saying they have to be exactly like they're on a comic book, but you have to keep a core... Um, a core. Uh, you have to recognize them. Don't just say this is Dick Grayson Robin, but this is how he acts totally not like Dick Grace or Robin. Hmm. You know, and I said this, I, I did a, I did a season wrap up on um, stuff. You don't need to know with our buddy Jay. And we talked more in depth in this. And my, my thought was this: like, why use the Titan name? Why use Dick Grayson? Why use Gar Logan? Just if you want to make this type of movie or series, with mm-hmm. these dark, violent heroes, Then give them different names and different code. You know what I mean? Yeah. Different superhero identities. Um, I I mean, if if you haven't watched it, but they shoehorn the F word in the worst places possible. (laughs) It's like a tall. And I said this on on the the show with Jay. It's like a 13 year old. We're sitting around a writing table saying. How do we make this cool? How do we make this dark? Oh, they got to say the F word a lot. Oh, yeah, it's cool. Write the F word in. Oh, how do we make it dark? Oh, he's got to like really beat the crap out of a lot of people. Mm. And maybe we kill. Oh, they got to kill. Yeah, let's see them kill. That will be so badass if they kill. And, you know, Robin kills, Starfire kills. Really? Oh, it's just, it's a bloodbath. The whole thing's a freaking bloodbath. Wow. Um, The premise is Robin, uh, Dick Grayson gives up being Robin because he felt like, living that life with, with batman and bruce wayne was causing him to be more violent and he was trying to get away from that um uh, so he's away from batman but he's just it's ridiculous how violent he gets
1: okay and, let me and, ask you what what would season two need to do to redeem itself for you
0: i don't know that they can because they've they've all done what they've done already you know what i mean like no matter what they do they're still the people that k- killed like cops and stuff like that, like literally. Oh, wow. <laughs> like, it's, they you know, they had one episode where Jason Todd comes in, and he was the only character I really liked because he acted like an a-hole, and Jason Todd, when he was Robin, was an a-hole. He was an comics. a-hole, yeah. Right, so I was like, all right. I, I, I never liked the character of Jason Todd. I was like, all right, this is good because he's <laughs> acting to form. But, the, but they spend that episode with Robin preaching to him about not being too violent and all this other stuff. The next episode, they go to rescue Raven from a hospital, and you know it's supposed to be an evil hospital or whatever so he gets into this they're escaping and they're like in these underground tunnels under the hospital and they're escaping and he beats the he takes like a lead pipe and beats the hell out of like six security guards wow and like really bad like jay was like um yeah he bashed some heads in there I'm like well they didn't really shoot. like they were moaning on the ground and stuff like that so as i watched this i'm like all right he didn't kill them at least and then I forget the exact reason, but he told the Star-Fry, I was like burn it down. She blows up the hospital with everybody in it. Oh my god. Yes. And then his Robin suit is burning. And he's like, I'm done being Robin and like and I said this on the show with Jay. I was like, before the show started, I'm like, Jay, I can't wait. He's gonna turn the nightwing. I know this, you know, maybe halfway through or maybe at the end of the season, like the last scene will be him walking in his new costume with the, in front of the team. Oh, I can't wait. So I texted Jay after that episode. Uh, where a costume, where he blows up the hospital and he burns his costume. I'm like, OMG, Jay, he's going to become Nightwing. And it was like a sadness on my part. I'm like, I don't want this guy to be Nightwing. Hmm. I don't want this to be the TV depiction of Nightwing. I don't want this to be the first live action depiction of Nightwing. And I'm worried that's what it's going to be next season. Oh, wow. That's it was crazy. bad. It was, but i to give you the flip side. My cousin, who I saw on Christmas, He's older than me, and he was reading comics way before me. And he has his knowledge of the Teen Titans is much better than mine, and he he read them longer, and he has um, a closer affinity to those characters than I do, except for maybe Nightwing. And uh, he liked it. No. I was like, I was like, what? He's, I'm like, they're totally acting out of type. He goes, Well, I like that. I'm like, he goes, It's something different. I like that they're doing something different.
1: Okay.
0: I'm, like, I, I'm like, all right, man, I don't get it, but all right. <laughs> I mean, my thing is when we're re- – I mean, I think you agree with me partly. When we were reading these cons growing kind of up, we wanted to see these comic book heroes on the screen. Yes. We didn't want to see people in their uniforms. We wanted to see them on the screen. We wanted these stories we read and loved on the screen.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, you're you're absolutely right. I think the reason why Marvel has been successful is that they really try to stay close to the source material and not deviate it from you know, too much. I mean, I'm sure there's creative license, but – it seems like the, the more successful ones tend to do better when they kind of come closer to that. And when Ooh. they start deviating and maybe kind of modernizing, or be, to be shocking, let's put it that way, uh, it doesn't do too well for, for some of the fans, you know. Like, Cobra and Kai don't... is a great example. They really tried to stick to the source material without doing anything too drastic, and, and they succeeded. You know? right. Uh, right. I think the only exception to the role this year was probably Venom. Because that one I didn't, I didn't understand that one. Right, and
0: and I was just saying that. Um, I forgot what I was just saying. Never mind. You're getting old, but I am getting old. So, <laughs> yeah, Titans was a disappointment to me. It was just, uh, you know, no, and it's got me worried about all the stuff they're going to be putting out now. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> that is
1: too bad. Considering like you would, you know, with the the DC streaming service, you are, I would imagine the. The DC diehard person—I mean, that—that that would be the kind of person that would subscribe to it. Like, I'm not a diehard DC guy; I'm not going to subscribe to it, you know. So mm-hmm. it's—you would—you would figure they would service this Titan show
0: to the diehard DC fans. Yeah. Oh, that's what I was going to say. Uh, it's like Zack Snyder's Teen Titans. It's like, what is the point? It's like they didn't learn anything from the failure of the of Wait, the what? Zack movies. Snyder's that... Teen Titans. Yeah, because it's like that dark universe. Oh, okay, I got gotcha. you. And I'm like, they, it's like they didn't learn from the failures of the movies,
1: right? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> well, not too bad. Yeah. You know, Nightwing it gets can't better. Catch the show gets break. better. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I know. Now he's Rick Grayson. He got shot in the head. and He wants people to call him Rick. What? Oh, yeah. In the comic books, he got shot in the head. Um, you know, he survived, but he lost some some of his like a lot of his memories. He doesn't remember being a superhero or anything like that. Okay. And he wants people to call him Rick Grayson. Because of Dick? Well, yeah, that's because one of the head honchos, I think the editor-in-chief at at DC never liked his name was Dick because he didn't like the jokes. He's been been Dick Grayson since (laughs) 1940-whatever. You know? I mean, like Rick Grayson's any better. It's just... Rick Grayson.
1: It doesn't roll.
0: Rick Grayson. Rick
1: Grayson. I don't like it. (laughs) That's just dumb. Yeah. Come on. That's probably the same guy that that put that that penis shot for Batman.
0: Yeah, he knew about that one. He had no issues <laughs> yeah. with that. Yeah, for no reason at all. Let's just put Batman naked because it's because we're edgy, man. This is the new DC. <laughs> this is the new D- DC imprint, man. You gotta be 18 and over to read our comics. Yeah, <laughs> put a dick pic in there. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> no, I- that's why you know because that's like they're like manchildren. You know, you know, it's like yeah. the, the stereotypes of comic book readers. Right, I hate that. yeah Ugh. Well, no, I'm
1: sorry. <laughs> we need to start writing our own stuff. <laughs>
0: mm. Yeah, let's full full of the f worded dick pics. <laughs> okay. No. Mm.
1: Right. Well, the next one I was looking forward to uh, this year was Jurassic World: Fallen Kingdom, and to me, that movie again it was another good movie it was an okay movie i think it fell flat for me i think how this movie felt to me was they're just trying to fill in a movie to get to the third movie it seemed like you know uh yeah chris pratt could even save this movie but man this again jurassic world will always make a lot of money right. whether it's the special effects and whatnot but uh yeah you know it's you have a, a bigger appreciation what spielberg brought to the to the franchise to the movie and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like as as a filmmaker you can really see how good that guy is
0: Yeah, I mean I, I recently rewatched Jurassic Park the very first one and it's what 25 years old maybe more now. Yeah uh, and It's such it's still a good movie and it's still you know like Just the wonder and the emotional feelings you get from watching that movie it, You know the thrills of, of the, the T-Rex chasing him and all that
1: mm-hmm.
0: It's it's a great movie. I mean the CGI's held up pretty well, but it's starting to show its age. But other yeah. than that, it's it's really such a good movie. And no Jurassic Park has been able to replicate that. And I thought Fallen Kingdom was just, I got I was bored watching that movie.
1: Yeah.
0: Half, half the time, I didn't, I didn't like realize what was going on or why things were going <laughs> on. And it's just, stop it.
1: Right. If you were to ask me to, to, to give you a summary of that movie, I couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. You know? It's it's funny. Just this morning, I was listening to a podcast called Script Notes, and they talk about how movies are written before versus today, on why, on why some movies just seem to be very iconic versus others. And they talked about how Loris Kasdan, when he wrote Raiders of the Lost Ark, about back in the day, they would really try to develop these characters, really have like a, its own story arc, and have it very deep. And they're finding that today, a lot of the major characters are spoon-feeding you information versus back then a lot of things were inferred you know right and, and so it gave the the viewers their own impression and, and have their have you know the viewers build their own mystique to the character versus nowadays it's spoon feeding here this is the sky this is his drive follow the the, the you know the, connecting the dots one two three four and I think that's the problem that we're seeing with Jurassic world like as an example you don't feel I don't even Owen I think his name was that dude didn't change at all. He had no, like, I don't even know what these guys' arcs are in this movie. Other than, again, it just felt like it was a filler. Hey, here's a second movie. We're going to make a trilogy. Here's movie number two. Get ready for movie number three. So
0: yeah, it's just, uh, yeah, they are, they are, they are taking the audience as dummies.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: There are no more really smart movies coming out. And look, it's all, it's all sequels and remakes of things. So yeah, Hollywood's definitely had ideas. Oh, for
1: sure. <laughs> There's no doubt about that.
0: Okay, what was your next one? My next one was a DC animated movie Gotham by Gaslight. And it was, uh, I think I when I talked about that, I, I talked about all the DC animated movies because I rarely get let down by them.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And uh, Gotham by Gaslight was good. Uh, I think out of the ones that were released this past year, I chose that one that I was really looking forward to. Um, it was good. I'm not going to I'm not gonna slam it, but I really, really enjoyed it. We talked about it. We did a show on it, uh, Death of Superman. I was really surprised by how good it was. I was really taken aback by how much I liked it. Um, so yeah, DC animated didn't let me down this year, except Batman Ninja, which was just... If you're not into anime, it's going to look like a weird, weird movie to you. And I'm not into anime, so I didn't understand 90% of what happened in Batman Ninja. Um, <laughs> You know, I felt I needed to
1: be smoking something to get that. Right, right. <laughs> and, you
0: know, the city's becoming robots and that's. It was this. Just... But Jay, who, our friend Jay, who likes anime, he was like, oh, it was good. I was like, all right, man. I'm... You got it, I guess. I didn't understand it. Yeah. But, okay. yeah, so I got it, I guess. It was good. It was, it was uh, Batman in, uh, an, uh, like, a Victorian Gotham chasing Jack the Ripper. Um, so it was good. It was okay. good. And I enjoyed it. And I'm looking forward to. Um, the uh dc animated movies coming this year they're not on my list so that's why i'll bring them up now but you know we're gonna have reign of the superman there's gonna be a wonder woman movie there's gonna be a, a justice league versus the F- fatal five which is a legion of heroes superheroes bed guy um so it looks like there's gonna be quite a few good things coming out this year with animated dc animated
1: and most of this stuff is going to be on the dc streaming servers, right like that's yeah what yeah, it's yeah they, they, they need announced
0: to be first they announced that all of the um Movies moving forward, all the animated movies moving forward will premiere on the streaming service same day they're released to the stores. Gotcha. Yeah.
1: All right, right on. Uh, Another movie I was looking forward to, my list was just movies apparently, uh, Deadpool 2. Another movie that was good. I think I liked the first one a little bit better because it was just different. Deadpool was more of like Deadpool 1, just a little bit bigger. But fun nonetheless. You know, I saw it once. They did the re-release recently. Uh, did it come out already?
0: Yeah, it was. It came out like the 14th and left the 24th. So oh, well, that's
1: really brief. Uh, I don't remember the numbers on that one. Do you remember reading anything on that?
0: No. no I really.
1: Yeah, I mean, it wasn't even showing at my theater, so... Don't know how that went.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was partly done for charity, too, so I hope it made some money.
1: Oh, that's right, it was, yeah. But th- I believe this will be the last one we'll see of Deadpool 2, in a sense of its edginess, maybe, considering this is going over to uh, Disney.
0: Yeah, it's weird. What We don't know what they're going to do, because they're supposed to be an X-Force movie, and I don't know what Disney's going to do, because they don't really do R-rated movies, do they?
1: uh hmm. Nothing comes to mind, but it is funny though, because they do allude to something, and I, I, I thought, I really, really thought they're gonna somehow tie Deadpool with in, in, End Endgame because you know the time traveling stuff that they do, right? That were that I'm assuming may happen in Endgame, and the little device that Deadpool uses to jump back in time looks very similar to stuff that. Well, I don't know. we'll see. It's not over yet. <laughs> But yeah, Deadpool 2, I think that's probably the last you'll see of that. Maybe that rated R version.
0: Yeah, it's a shame, though, because I thought Deadpool 2 was as funny as the first one. Mm-hmm. I loved um, Brolin as Cable. It was just a good movie. Yeah. Good, funny movie, and it'd be a shame. That's just like Ryan Reynolds' luck. like. You know, He finally hits on something, and the most he can do is get two movies out of it. <laughs> yeah.
1: I, mean, I love what Ryan Reynolds did with this character too. The fact that he he owned it, you know, mm-hmm. he made it his own. He had a vision of what Deadpool should be versus what he did with Wolverine Origins, and uh, and the fans ate it up completely, which is great. So I'm really happy for it for his success.
0: Yeah, it's it's one of the nicer. He's one of the nicer guys out there. Yeah, I follow seems him like on, it. Yeah. I follow him on Twitter. He's funny too.
1: <laughs> That's awesome.
0: Yeah. Yep. All right. So my final one was. Uh, Stranger Things season three,
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, and there's really nothing to report because they didn't release season three this year. Uh, I f- thought for sure it was going to be released around Halloween, but no, they're holding it back until 2019 sometime. Oh, really? And um, yeah, so that's all I have to say about it. So at least <laughs> it didn't disappoint me like everything else on my list. <laughs> <laughs> Aww. Except if anyone, of course. Right.
1: Okay. <laughs> Uh, and then last on my list I was looking forward to was Venom. Um, again, we've said this countless, countless of times. It was an entertaining movie. did not expect it to be as huge as it was here as well as abroad. But it's 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 still making the bucks. So uh, uh, I, I guess this is good in a sense that maybe they're going to really develop Spider-Man's rogue gallery. Because I think I was getting sick of, hey, let's have Spider-Man versus like three different bad guys and right. dividing a movie up to tell an origin story where here you have venom this is gonna be the venom uh if ever you know they go into the Craven movie this is gonna be Craven so when it comes down to the sinister six they don't have to spend time telling each other's origins so uh, so, so with the venom success hopefully that propels Sony to do bigger and better things for spider-man
0: Oh yeah, I mean they're doing a Black Cat Silver Sable. They're talking about a um, a Kraven movie, so maybe even a Sinister Six movie. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I, look, I saw Venom. I enjoyed Venom. It wasn't on my list. Um, it's kind of like Jurassic World for me. For me, it's kind of forgettable. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, uh, the thing is, the downside is we're never going. You know, Marvel's not going to see these Spider-Man characters anytime soon.
1: Oh, oh yeah, you know, it's true.
0: As they keep making money for, as um, they keep making money for Sony,
1: like Sony totally giving up Spidey. Yeah, it's right. not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they make good movies. Huh? It's all right, and, and and at least, well, at least for now they have the relationship with Marvel to kind of share the characters. So at least you get that.
0: Yeah, yeah, we don't know how long for, her, but you we'll know, right. see.
1: Okay, well, that was two thousand eighteen. Sayonara. Uh, so, in light of the things that we were looking forward to, were there any highlights that, that you did really enjoy this year,
0: John? Yeah, I'll say I was, uh, just quickly, I was, I didn't put them on the list, but I was, I was hoping they'd be good, and they were good. Black Panther and uh, Ant Manowas were, were very entertaining. Mm-hmm. Um, Black Panther, um, which just took over the country for a few weeks there, was insanely popular. You know, it made more money domestically than Infinity War.
1: You're kidding.
0: Yeah, not... Yeah, it made... I think Infinity War was like a 680, 680 million roughly, and Black Panther was at like 700-something.
1: Wow.
0: Yeah. That's yeah, it was. It's crazy. Infinity War made more worldwide altogether, but yeah, Black Panther made more domestically. Oh, that's crazy. Um, yeah, and and man was always fun. Paul Rudd, you can't... You know, it's hard to go wrong with him and the little Infinity War tag on the end. That was yeah. awesome. Um... So there's that. I also finally got one of my wishes on my uh, three uh, Funko Pops that I wanted to see. Remember in our Funko Pop episode, you asked me what three I would want. Top three I'd oh, want. Yeah. And one was uh, be able to make one that looks like me. Uh, a Bruce Springsteen one and a Disco Nightwing one. And I got one of them. You, know which you got one I got? I got I got the Disco Nightwing one. And he looks awesome. <laughs> sitting right here, right in front of my computer. Guarding me. Open? Oh, did you open it or is it still in box? Oh, well, <clears throat> I have two. <laughs> oh.
1: <laughs>
0: I opened one and I boxed one. That's how you do it. <laughs> That's how you do it. And uh, so let's see, movie, toy, um, and TV. I just been loving Netflix yeah. all year. All year. Like, I haven't seen one bad thing I've decided to watch. Like, if I sat down and decided to watch it, it hasn't been bad yet. Um, whether it's Narcos or Black Mirror or uh you know uh uh, what's the other new thing i I just started watching oh i can't remember now oh Uh, it's gonna charm me nuts anyway but yeah netflix a lot of great shows that came out this year yeah i don't
1: i don't jeez the only time i think i turn on regular television is to watch (laughs) basketball (laughs) other than that i'm still on you know like when you have your inputs on your tv it might, is strictly like, you know, my Apple TV for streaming services.
0: Yeah, I've had to, to dedicate my Saturdays to cleaning off my DVR. Because, like, I don't watch, like, when I'm home during the week, I just watch something streaming. <laughs> and <laughs> So I'll wake up Saturday, if I don't have a lot to do, I'll just sit in front of the TV and watch the things that were recorded all week on regular TV. All
1: right. My shows. Yep. You know, um, the one show that, that i was looking forward to and it paid off way bigger than i thought was cobra kai we did a podcast with our buddy jay and uh that was on youtube red and i think all three of us binged watched it for a weekend and it it was one of those things i didn't know what they were going to do with it and as each episode rolled i was thinking i can't believe this is getting better and better and better and better and uh to have the original characters come back reprise their roles and really as if you know nothing changed like they didn't evolve these characters to the point where like who is this guy you know it's exactly who you expect him to be you know johnny was just down and out he's drunk he's having a bad life and he's trying to pick himself back up again and it's neat to see that point of view versus from the you know from the Karate Kid movies, you know, where you'd right. have Ralph Macho, Daniel's Dan son being the, the hero in this, this time they, they flip it, and you're, you're rooting for both guys to, to be successful.
0: Yeah, I think Cobra Kai is the biggest surprise uh, for me too this season, uh, this year, and it, it was just, it came out of nowhere. I remember I didn't, I, I wasn't going to watch it because for some reason I thought it was going to be like goofing on the Karate Kid,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know, like almost like a parody of itself, and I liked the Karate Kid one and two, so I was like, I don't want to watch a show where where you know they pay the actors to goof on their old stuff. Right. And um, YouTube was smart; they released the first two episodes for free on regular YouTube, and that's how they got me. I watched them, and I'm like, I gotta sign up, I gotta <laughs> sign up for the service. And I watched it, and I couldn't stop watching it. And um, you know, it's it was it's ten half hour episodes. So in five hours, you know, well, on a Saturday, I watched them all in a row. And I was like, oh, my God, this, we have to podcast about this. We have to talk about <laughs> it. And, uh, yeah, and, you know, the rest is history because we did a whole episode on it. Yeah, yeah, good, good, great, good
1: stuff. We was really happy with that one. Uh, yeah. Another one that was that I was really happy was A Quiet Place. Um, I think I only watched it because I like John Krasinski from The Office. And it was neat to watch that, especially with a year full of big blockbuster superhero movies, it was neat to watch a movie that kind of deviated from that formula and have a movie that was just slightly different in regards to how they portray like a thrill or horror kind of movie. And uh, and it paid off. I, I walked out of there like, wow, that was good. I can't believe how good that was. And it was, it was neat to, to get that. Netflix has a show right now, I think it's called bird in the box bird box bird box which has a very similar vibe uh but good nonetheless i mean we watched it my daughter liked it she read the book she said "Ah, the book's better but uh i enjoyed it 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 was a it was it had a quiet place kind of theme to it but uh yeah that was that was a a good movie surprising movie being that was a low budget kind of thing and krasinski i think he banked that one too i think he did a whole lot he directed it he wrote it Uh, All those things. So I'm glad to see this guy be successful. Anyone from the office, I want to be successful, you know. But that means they're never coming back to the office. So, (laughs) right.
0: You even want Prison Mike to be successful?
1: Prison Mike. Prison Mike. Don't drop the soap.
0: (laughs) The Dementors will get (laughs) you. What? (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, Mini Office reunion at Steel City Con in April. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And Oscar. Uh, Short Round and Marion's going to be there, too.
0: Yeah, Short sure. Round I and mean, Marion. It's going to be a fun time.
1: Absolutely. All
0: right, All right. you want to talk about 2019? Let's do it. Go ahead.
1: Go on. <laughs> Go ahead. I started last time. It's got to be Endgame, man.
0: Oh, yeah, uh, I'm definitely. counting
1: the days and counting the seconds. Uh, Just need to know what's going to happen. Like, a lot of... Talk about, like, a movie ending... You know what was it? Ten years of Marvel, twenty some odd Marvel movies. Contracts are ending. I, I don't know. I don't know. What to, I don't know what's gonna happen with this thing. I mean, I, I mean, I'm very familiar with Infinity Gauntlet from the comic books. Uh, from this point on, from Endgame, uh, this mm-hmm. is breaking new new territory. I would imagine, right? I mean, this is a, a storyline that I think I, I know nothing about. I'm sure they're gonna tie in Captain Marvel somehow, and they're gonna kind of like maybe set up the future of the marvel universe but i i'm clueless i don't know yeah. what's gonna happen with cap what's gonna happen to everybody cap's so, gonna
0: die man oh,
1: yeah i mean <laughs> i mean or if you, you think time. if that happens how are they gonna do it is gonna be a way that's gonna be like like i'm okay with you know i'm gonna have some separation anxiety here so got yeah
0: it. I, I mean i think that's part of the fun of this is that we don't know what happens what the marvel universe is going to look like after the the credits roll on that thing yeah and that's what's exciting you know that's what's exciting about cuz they're keeping it close to vest, their, their plans yeah and um yeah it's 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 exciting to see how they how they reverse the snap or do whatever they're going to do and you know who kills thanos does thanos get killed uh you know <laughs> mm, mm, mm. i don't know Liz, April 26th though it's coming. 118 days, 7 hours, 7 minutes, and 15. 14, good Lord. <laughs> 14.
1: <laughs> hey, good job.
0: Well, there's a countdown clock on the <laughs> <one>. <laughs> Yeah,
1: yeah, it's it's just around the corner. Oh, just so around cute.
0: the corner. So exciting. Yeah. All right. Okay. Uh, one of the things I am definitely looking forward to in 2019 is the release of um, the Star Wars Black Series. Now, uh, I've talked about on the show somewhere that I am a collector of the Star Wars six-inch Black Series figures. Uh, I'm still an inbox collector. I haven't haven't gotten up the nerve to open them yet.
1: Okay.
0: Um, but yeah, 2019 is looking really, really good because first of all, they're doing something really awesome. And what they're doing is they're releasing uh, kind of a sub-line of Black Series called uh, Star Wars Ar- Black Series Archive. And what that is is they're, re- they're re-releasing figures that they came out years ago but they stopped releasing oh yeah they're re-releasing them on different you know packaging um because you know like a boba fett is going for like 400 bucks now i'm not gonna pay for dollars for a boba fett right but in a few months i'll only have to pay 20 dollars for a boba fett ah so they're coming out uh they're coming out with uh luke and x-wing x-wing pilot luke ig88 bosk uh boba fett Anakin skywalker uh biker scout and yoda of those i'm definitely getting boba i'm gonna have to buy two of those so i can open one (laughs) uh getting definitely getting boba definitely getting x-wing luke most likely definitely getting anakin and i'm on the fence with biker scout yeah so they're releasing that uh as the archives but of course they're gonna come out with new ones they're also doing like a deluxe figure they're called black series xl because they're a little bigger, um, like a Gamorrean. They did two of them this year. They did Gamorrean Guard and Moloch, who I think was from the Han Solo movie. Okay. And um, they were $30 as opposed to $20 usual. Um, but the one they have coming out, one that they announced this year is General Grievous. And he looks fantastic. He's got a cloth cape. He's got four lightsabers. He's got pockets in the cape for the hilts. That must his be a huge arm, Yeah, his arms separate from two to four yeah it's really cool looking and um I, i'm on the fence about him because he is that extra ten dollars and since i don't really open them i i try to just stick with what i like and and i'm really proud of myself because i haven't fallen into my t- my usual thing of i have to get them all thing
1: uh-huh.
0: like, i'm still just buying what i want you know as opposed to like oh i have to click them all because uh, like there was a target exclusive a leia and a million falcon and it's just a white jumpsuit and she just looks ridiculous <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I did buy Hoth All right. uh, But coming up for the Black Series next year is like Walgreens exclusive Obi Wan Kenobi from Clone Wars, where he's in stormtrooper uh, uh, armor with uh, with his brown robe. Okay, and then, and then you have uh, who's this guy? One of the Clone Commanders. I don't know who it is. And then you have a Luke Skywalker in his stormtrooper outfit, with wet hair. Oh, you know, slick back hair from when he fell into the garbage thing.
1: You've got to be kidding me! They're making yeah. a figure just for that?
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, it, yeah, but he's in the stormtrooper outfit too. And then they're going to finish off the rebels with the cartoon rebels with um... I can't remember this guy's name now. Chopper, who's their 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 droid, their R2D2 droid, and Ezra Bridger—that's his name. So I'm going to get those two, and then they have. Um, From the comic book series, Dr. Afro with the two like murder droids, Mm -hmm. and Draven Voss, Padme from Attack of the Clones, and Mud Hand Solo Mud Trooper outfit, and then a Mace Windu and Battle Droid
1: Hand Solo Mud Trooper outfit. Yeah, I don't know what
0: that is. Remember when he joins the Imperial when he joins the Empire in solo? Oh, and then then he's like, Oh, I want to fly. And then next thing you know, he's on a planet like a mud planet. You want that? They're making it. I don't know. I have to see what he looks like. He looks pretty good, though. Okay. <laughs> um, you know what it is? Because I don't know that they made a regular Mud Trooper. I'd rather have the regular Mud Trooper. Yeah. And I don't know if, they, if they're going to make that. Not yet. But, yeah, there's a few there I want.
1: Nice. So
0: it's like it's going to be a good year for the Black Series.
1: You keep these all in box, too? Or I you do? do the buy two kind of deals?
0: No, I can't. It's too expensive to buy two. <laughs> so they stay I in guess. box. Yeah, I can't. I don't spend forty bucks so I can open one. But, I mean, right, this is what you
1: that. need to do, man. You need to start oh, selling okay. tickets to your place and have like a little museum, uh, like a viewing of your stuff. I'll see. well,
0: I have cut back on the Funko a lot to the point where I think I'm done.
1: Listeners, check this out. I've known John for a long, long time, <laughs> and he still won't show me what he got. Like this full, full collection.
0: I think I did, didn't I? Did I send you a video? Oh yeah, you did. Yeah, it's gotten bigger since then, but (laughs) (laughs) you haven't seen my Black Series collection. No, I haven't. No, no, Um, which is nowhere near as big. Um, (laughs) Yeah, I mean, frankly, there's part of me. I don't know. I have to get over this guilt of being a collector because I know I go overboard with it. That's the thing. A little bit. A little bit. (laughs) (laughs) But I have it with the Black Series. That's why I think I enjoy them the most. Like I I, kind of look at my Funkos now with this. Overwhelming sense of like, where am I putting these things? Like, there are a lot of them are boxes, and to me, that's like a waste because why buy it if you're not going to, you know, like, display them? But I just right. don't have this I don't have the space to display them the way I'd like to display them.
1: You need a bigger place.
0: No, I don't need. Trust me, I don't need a bigger place. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so that's that's something I'm looking forward to in 2019. Wow, that's very cool.
1: Uh, one thing I'm looking forward to is uh, it's so funny. I just I just saw the trailer the other day when I went to watch Bumblebee the kid who would be king did you see that trailer yet
0: yeah i was gonna kind of wait and let you explain to me because i know i would never heard of it before but I'm like no i gotta see this trailer <laughs> so i watched the trailer
1: it's yeah. like the king arthur story and uh apparently um ashburn circus who is andy circus's son plays the lead role and uh jean-luc picard is in it as merlin and uh there's something about this movie i was like okay i need to watch this stupid thing i got sold in the trailer so but 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 looking at the list that i looked
0: forward to last year i'm in trouble <laughs> <laughs> well i saw the trailer and you know it's it's english kids it's an english school i, I really had shades of harry potter yeah the, the even like the, the the sweaters that they were wearing right and i'm like well, that's not a bad thing and it looks like a great adventure uh, it's about a kid, you know, like a twelve, whatever, 13, 14 year fourteen-year-old, and he finds Excalibur, and he and he pulls it out the stone, and Merlin finds him, but Merlin looks like a sixteen-year-old kid, and they're saying that Morgan Lefay's come back, and I think he's being played by someone pretty famous.
1: Yeah, Rebecca Ferguson from uh, Oh
0: yeah, uh, Mission Impossible. Oh okay. Yeah. Oh, I like so. Her. I like the premise, and he kind of rallies the school around him. You know even the bullies the people that bully him in the beginning of the movie
1: yeah my daughter they, they thought become, that was funny she goes oh you're gonna have them join the knights of the round table the kids that were just bullying you yeah she's like
0: come on <laughs> <laughs> Arthur is a forgiving king he is a for- yeah yeah so yeah it looks good i'm surprised that you're putting it on your list we're looking forward to
1: yeah i mean other than the usual stuff like the john Wiggs and the zombie lands i thought this was this one just caught me by surprise the other day. I was like, oh, wow. and it's and it's coming out soon. It's coming out January 25th. So uh, right. I'm going to learn in a, in a couple of weeks just how stupid I was for making this decision. <laughs> so we'll see.
0: Okay. Uh, my next one is the Disney Plus streaming service. We've been talking uh, about a lot on Twig. Uh, we got The Mandalorian. We got a Loki series coming out. We got a Vision of Scarlet Witch series, a rumored Winter Soldier, and Bucky series. Uh, no, no, he is Bucky. And Falcon series. Yeah, I'm looking forward to Disney+. Um, I'm assuming a lot of Star Wars and Marvel content will be on it. We don't know much more than that, but I'm definitely looking forward to this. I'm hoping it will will turn out to be a better service than, unfortunately, what DC Universe Online has been.
1: Oh, do you so remember the, re- the, the release date on that
0: one? I don't know that they announced the release date yet. Yeah.
1: yeah, I may have to... God, I may have to get this.
0: Yeah, hopefully I mean if they can do something like D C did, like five dollars a month for the first year, that'd be cool. Yeah. Some sort of discount just to try it. Yeah. 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 But I'm I'm definitely looking forward to all those shows. The Marvel shows I'm really looking forward to because they're being overseen by Kevin Feige, not like how the current Marvel T V shows are being overseen by Jeff Loeb. So I have uh, very positive feels about what and, and it sounds like they're putting a lot of money into these shows.
1: Yeah. Like yeah. high budget stuff. Like each yeah. each of these Disney Plus things are supposed to feel like like a, a big movie. budget movie you've seen in the theaters. Right, and I think
0: I, Game of Thrones has recently shown that you can spend a lot of money per episode, right? If it's good, and people will watch it. Yeah, you know. And I think that's they're kind of following that model, of Game of Thrones model, because I believe this next to last season of Game of Thrones. Oops, I'll talk about that in a second. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, Disney Plus looking forward to it. Very cool uh
1: i think the other thing i'm looking forward to we just mentioned it earlier koba Kai season two uh all i know is that they've ordered 10 episodes but as to when they're gonna drop is, is still unknown they did have a teaser uh well not really a teaser trailer but more they had like for the the kids kind sort of giving a backstory of what season two is going to look like so it's in development i'm looking forward to it i think they're in good hands so Cobra Kai 2 Whenever that happens I'm sure gonna watch that In a day also Just like I did The first season
0: Yeah I, I saw Johnny uh, William Zapka at, at Steel City Car In August One of the nicest guys you know, he, you know He spoke with me And my buddy For a couple of minutes And It was just A <clears throat> Really nice guy He's, He loves that The fans love the show He's like We put a lot of work Into it and And he feels blessed To be there And things like that and um, I think, you know, the same people are coming back, so Cobra Kai 2 season 2 should be just as good.
1: Absolutely.
0: Yeah, so if it follows last year, it'll probably come around around, I guess, March, March April, may right?
1: hmm
0: yeah, Maybe. so we'll, we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. hmm yeah, that's a good one. All right. Okay, uh, Game of Thrones final season. There's, I believe, seven episodes. But each one's gonna be like almost an hour and a half long, and they're they're a thing there. It's almost like a feature-length movie. Okay. Each each episode. So I'm really looking forward to that. how they wrap this all up. Uh, I've been watching Game of Thrones since day one. And uh, yeah, I. Um, this is last season, right? You said. This is the last season coming up. Wow.
1: They took a whole year off, isn't, didn't they?
0: Uh yeah they they didn't have anything in 2018.
1: Hmm. weren't they waiting for the the writer to finish the books or something?
0: No they're way past him now They're way past the books They've started doing their own thing Oh okay Yeah so the books Now that's the thing The books will end I, I'm assuming the books Are going to end differently Than the show does Because he's They've kind of separate. They kind of separated them
1: Okay I gotcha Okay you well, yeah Uh Probably the last thing Would be Zombieland 2 Which is coming out October 11th I, I really like the first one I know the zombie genre Has kind of You know Burning out, but I do like the fact that they got the original. Like, everyone from the first movie is coming back for the second one, maybe without Bill Murray, but uh, we'll see what happens with that. But uh, this is this is fun because I think the only reason why they're doing this is because of the fans, you know, they, they said they, they're doing it for the fans. There was, a, there was a lot of love for the first movie. Um, this could be probably the last like zombie major flick that's be coming out for a while because. Yeah, that that zombie culture is finally burning out.
0: Yeah, I, yeah, I think so. I think uh, Walking Dead numbers prove that.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's well it's weird though because aren't they doing like a Rick Grimes like individual films and stuff?
0: Yeah, they're gonna do some TV movies for Rick Grimes.
1: Yeah, but you know what? I'm I think I'm okay with that because every time Rick Grimes was on screen, I am so magnetized to him. You know, like if he's not on that episode, I feel like I like I missed out. (laughs) And then when he's on screen, it's like, oh, there's Rick. What's he going to do next? You know, because he's so off the cuff.
0: Yeah, that's true, too. Yeah. So we'll see. Yeah, That should be good.
1: Yeah.
0: Okay, uh, Jim Lee, they're putting out a Nightwing statue based on the art of Jim Lee. And I've seen this thing and it looks fantastic.
1: Like a couple of statues?
0: No, just one. Oh. I think I think they've done it for other I'm sure there's a Jim Lee Batman out there or Jim Lee Catwoman. Yeah. Um so they finally got around. He did like Jim a Lee black Nightwing.
1: and white version from that. Remember he did like Batman Black and White?
0: A Jim Lee one?
1: Yeah. Well they yeah, they did that based on the comic book. It was called like black and white. Oh well, it looks
0: like uh yeah, the one the one that's coming out for Nightwing is gonna come out in black and white also. It's gonna oh. be colour in color and black and white. Crap, do I have to buy two now? Yes yeah it's coming out in color and black and white
1: right on and you like it
0: oh it's gorgeous i mean it's Jim Lee, <laughs> and i i really haven't bought statues in a while right i did buy i caved and bought the robin teen titan statue and i i'm so glad i did <laughs> but um yeah i definitely want this one because and you know okay. uh, you've seen one of my favorite statues it's still the, the one night like, nightwing leaping over the chimney oh yeah and I actually bought that at um, the secret stash, Jane Slopov's secret stash in Red Bank years and years and years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I, I, I like the statues, and I just kind of got away from it for some reason. But then, you know, um, especially on Swap Spot, the guy kept posting his statues.
1: Yeah. Oh, his collection is ridiculous. Oh, his is stupid ridiculous. Yeah. I was even kind of looking like, is this, this guy's store or something? Like, how does he have so many? They look so good.
0: Yeah, they look awesome. So yeah, I'm looking forward to the to the language. Okay. And I have some um just real quick hits. Quick hits. Oh. Uh, I plan to go to more cons this year, so I'm looking forward to that. Um I'm trying to expand beyond Steel City. I might go to East Coast Comic Con and some other ones. Uh, meet meet famous people and see uh cartoon creator, uh, comic book creators, comic creators. Um, Star Wars Galaxy is opening in Disneyland over the summer and Disney World in November super looking forward to that and finally yes like I said I am slowing down on my Funkos maybe stopping altogether but it was recently teased that there will be some office Funko Pops <laughs> coming so I may come out of retirement for those
1: I'm getting those <laughs>
0: <laughs> I
1: ended the year with a huge Indiana Jones wave like huge like, like ridiculous like what the heck you know, one of those years, like one of my coworkers got me a uh, for my birthday an Indiana Jones fedora, like officially licensed by Indiana Jones. I got that, wow. and then and then uh, one of the Facebook groups they were making these um the the headpiece of the staff of Ra, the medallion. I got one of those. It's like holy crap! And then for for Christmas, I got an Indiana Jones hoodie, Jeez. and I've been. And I've been glowing about this freaking Lego game that I'm playing, the original Adventures. <laughs> I can't believe how much I'm loving this freaking game. This game came out years ago. I was like, well, how come I never played this game before? You know? Uh, oh, I know why. Because I had an Xbox One that was a 360, and I didn't realize that you can download old 360 games on it. So I did that, and I've been playing it to death. To death! It really follow, I mean, if you really want to relive the movies, Play that game because it is like reliving the movie scene by scene by scene, and they do it justice. So I'm really happy with that.
0: Cool. Okay. You got any thank yous? Yes. Uh, I got to say thank you to those that have <clears throat> subscribed to us on the Anchor app or Anchor.fm. We have Mr. Michael Gerald, Get Live, Joe Tran. Yario Gutierrez Bajaramo. Wow. And Marv Boy Waterblow. Blow. That's a name. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, thank you.
1: <laughs> uh, let's see. I got a couple off of Instagram here. We have Armed in Plastic. This guy a cool uh, Instagram account. He has action figures. A lot of G.I. Joe stuff. And he puts up in scenes. Another guy that, that's pretty good is called Falcon underscore C. He does a phenomenal job. You, you should check him out. Like it's unreal how he makes his action figures look real in real life scenarios. Oh, we cool. also have uh Thomas Key, K E Y, he's an artist. Thank you for following. A really like almost photorealistic artwork that he does. And just recently we have prene Chaudhary maybe. Uh thank you for following uh on Instagram. And Last but not least, I definitely want to say thank you to Ellen from Geeks Unite Cafe for doing board game re- reviews and recommendations that she joins us on on The Week in Geek. She's on once in a while um, giving out her board game like reviews for uh, people who are new to board games or experienced board gamers, as well as Bernie and Richard for Play of the Game. They're starting, a I think, a monthly segment on video game reviews and maybe recommendations as well. But they're still working out their end. Very and cool. to you, thanks, John, for doing the show with me.
0: Oh, well, you're welcome. Yeah. I want to thank uh, all our listeners. Uh, we had a great 2018. We're looking forward to a bigger, brighter 2019. We got some cool things coming for you in the next coming year. We got some ideas we're trying to work out. And uh, hopefully uh, 2019 will be even better than 2018.
1: Oh, for sure. Hey, podcast wise, I definitely want to say I had a blast when we had like when we had some guests come on the show uh you know jason coming on board with his ghost stories uh what a nice guy i've been communicating with him through instagram you know since since he joined the nerdy me uh, like group and stuff really nice guy him and and our buddy pete they started their own podcast john carlos another brilliant guy on the show and you know as always pete and jay they're they're every time they're on the show it's always it's always a blast yeah, and there's always a fun. lot of editing because a lot of things just a lot of bad words <laughs> like a lot of bad words you have to keep cutting out <laughs> but it's it's always fun to have those guys on
0: yes it is
1: absolutely alright Oh, happy new year happy new year my friend till next time Martha Peace, Peace.